Do you want to improve your entrepreneurial mindset? Learn new business skills? Understand marketing digital and the social media landscape? Then you are listening to the right podcast. Welcome to the Lebo Lion Show, the biggest marketing and entrepreneurship podcast on the African continent. Join me, your host, Lebo Lion SA, as we have courageous conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and marketers that you should know. Subscribe to the Lebo Lion Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to be the first to get a notification every second Tuesday of the month when we release a new episode. You can even tune in on YouTube at Lebo Lion SA to see a video version of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Lion Tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Let me learn your song. Let me learn your song. Let me learn your song. Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. I have to start the show off by talking about how I've been MIA for the past three weeks. I'm literally cringing as I say that because I can't believe that after a good six weeks of consistency, I just ghost into the abyss of inconsistency, right? But, you know, I found myself in a position where there were just too many moving parts in my life and a lot of things needed my attention. And when I did an analysis of what I could put on pause for a moment, the podcast and my YouTube channel were the things that I could put on pause and on hold. And I am so happy that I have finally managed everything that I had to manage and now I can come back to the podcast full force, full energy, excited, having groundbreaking conversations i'm going to call them that groundbreaking conversations about marketing and entrepreneurship on the african continent of course the topics we cover are international grade however i like to add relevant examples to the conversations that we have so that african entrepreneurs can actually understand how marketing and business lessons can be used and are applicable in the businesses that they run and the careers that they have Today's conversation is inspired by a tweet. You guys know, I'm Mrs. Twitter. I'm always on Twitter tweeting about marketing and entrepreneurship. And a couple of weeks ago, I posted what I thought was a pretty innocent and obvious statement, but it turned out to be the complete opposite. And it created a really cool conversation on Twitter. So I thought this definitely deserves a podcast. And what I tweeted was about pricing. And I spoke about how pricing is a marketing function. 
And it was very interesting because so many people couldn't believe that pricing is a marketing function. And I thought, but this is obvious. Everybody knows this. But clearly, everybody doesn't know this. And that's why we have podcasts like The Label Lion Show, to bring all of us to the right page, to the same page about, you know, marketing, entrepreneurship, the definitions, how do we use these tools in our businesses and use them properly. And you can't know how to do that without a proper understanding of what things are. I know that traditionally people think that pricing is a accounting function. So they think that your accountant in the business is the person who will tell you how much you should price your product. However, that could be far, far, far from the truth. Pricing is a marketing function because it helps you communicate value to your customers and it allows them to position you within a certain segment in the market. And that's why you need marketers to tell you what your pricing should be. Accountants, on the other hand, would be responsible for the retrospective element of the consequences of your pricing. So they'd be able to tell you how many units you would need to sell to break even, how many units uh, you would need in order to make a profit, are you making a margin, would you need to sell in terms of, would you need to use a economies of scale model in order to get the profits that you want. That's what your accounting might be able to help you do, but they do not set the price for you. And I know a lot of you are thinking, but if my accounting department doesn't set my pricing, how will I know if my pricing is a loss or a gain? Well, firstly, there is mathematics involved in uh, marketing's function in pricing your product. So you wouldn't be making a loss from how we choose to price your product. However, there are certain nuances in pricing that marketing can accommodate and create that accounting simply does not have the tools to accommodate and create. So we're talking about communicating value. We're talking about positioning. We're talking about the overall market and how your product would fare in the long run based on your pricing, how to advertise your product based on your pricing. All of these factors have to be determined by the people who are actually responsible for A, understanding your customer base and B, communicating to your customer base why they should buy the thing and where they can get it. Marketers also have an understanding of where your product would be, for example, on the shelf at a store. And we need to price your product in a way that allows you to stand out in your placement in the store. We need to understand that when you're placed in a certain part of a store on a certain shelf, this kind of pricing will literally bankrupt you and a certain other kind of pricing will set you up for success and will get people to notice you and buy from you. So pricing is complex and it is necessary that the right people in your business are responsible for it. And those would be your marketers. There are some marketers who are just specifically trained on pricing and all they do is help companies, brands, businesses learn how to price their offerings to get the maximum results out of their pricing. Not only does pricing define your early monetization strategy, but it also heavily influences what market segments you're likely to appeal to directly and how your product will be perceived. Often, entrepreneurs find it challenging to identify the appropriate pricing strategy for them 
because they don't want to price in a way that doesn't restrict their appeal. You want to chase those affluent upper market segments without making yourself off limits to those lower or the willingness to pay chain. It's a challenging balancing act indeed. Not only does pricing define your early monetization strategy, but it also heavily influences what market segments you're likely to appeal to directly and how your product will be perceived. Often, entrepreneurs find it challenging to identify the appropriate pricing strategy for them because they don't want to price in a way that restricts their appeal. You want to chase those affluent upper market segments without making yourself off limits to those lower on the willingness to pay chain. It really is a challenging balancing act and any entrepreneur who finds that sweet spot makes money in the long term, makes perpetual gains. And that's why understanding your pricing and creating a suitable strategy is so important for your business. There are five common pricing strategies that we're going to go through today. If I have missed any others, please feel free to email me or send me a link to others and let's have a conversation. But for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to focus on the five common pricing strategies that are used by most companies that are playing in the commercial space. Pricing a product is one of the most important aspects of your marketing strategy. We know this is part of your marketing strategy. Generally, pricing strategies include the following five strategies. The first one is competitive pricing. Competitive pricing or competition-based pricing is a pricing strategy where you take into account the prices of your competitors when setting your product's prices. This pricing method is usually used for homogenous products in highly competitive markets and can also be referred to as market-orientated pricing. Homogenous just means it is the same. So tissue would be a homogenous product. There really isn't a difference between or much of a difference between one tissue brand and another. And their use is usually the same. Everything is usually similar or the same so it's easy to substitute them that's what we mean by homogenous products when it comes to competitor based pricing you have three options you can either go above your competitors pricing you can go below your competitors pricing or you can follow your competitors prices either way regardless of which strategy you choose make sure that you choose one that allows you to position yourself ideally for the objectives that you're trying to achieve and the customer that you're trying to secure. The second pricing strategy that we're going to talk about is price skimming. I'm sure many of you have heard of this. I know when I was doing economics, this is one of the first strategies I heard about in marketing. And I just like the word skimming. It reminds me of skim milk, which is a very random thing. But price skimming involves initially charging the highest price your market will accept for your product and then lowering it over time. The logic behind the skimming pricing strategy is that you attempt to skim off the top market segment to which you appeal at the time when your product is its freshest, thereby maximizing your profit margins early on. Your product is also least likely to have direct competition immediately following its release. And by the time any competition for your product does emerge, you'll have consolidated your reputation with that initial wave of satisfied customers. 
At this point, you'll be in a position to lower your prices to penetrate the lower levels of the market. And we see this quite often with cell phone brands. When they launch a new phone, they come in at a very high hefty price, which also drives demand. And when another competitor comes in with a similar type of phone, they reduce the pricing a little bit so that they can absorb the other parts of the market that either wanted their phone before and couldn't afford it, or who want the new phone that the competitor is selling but cannot afford it and see their product and the competitor's product as similar substitutes. The third pricing strategy that we're going to look at is penetration pricing. Penetration pricing introduces customers to a new product at a steep discount and often at a loss to the merchant. Businesses use this strategy to attract customers to a new product or service to win market share. The expectation with a penetration price strategy is that you'll create brand loyalty and get customers to love your product, increasing their willingness to spend more down the road. It's all about long-term profit even if you carry a short-term loss. And a great example of penetration pricing is the pricing that I used when we launched Audacity, my book. Audacity is a life guide for the modern woman, and we launched it last year during the festive season, and we didn't even have a formal launch. So I went onto Instagram holding the book, and I told people, I have a book out. It's called Audacity, and we have limited copies. And one of our selling points with the launch, because it was the festive season and we knew we were competing with a lot of noise from other people who were selling other goods, was to completely eliminate the shipping costs for people who were going to buy our product or the book during December. This strategy worked like a dream. Of course, as the merchant, I had to absorb the cost of shipping. But for the strategy that we have for Audacity as a brand, the, cost that I, the shipping cost that I'm absorbing feels like the appropriate strategic decision for the long-term growth of our brand. Because we incentivize our customers by removing the shipping fee, what we found was that our customers happily tweeted, Instagrammed, vlogged, TikToked about the book and created content that we use to create our Instagram page for, for Audacity because we still haven't done a formal shoot for the book. We haven't done all of the marketing things that are needed and necessary to actually launch the book formally. And we did this on purpose to test how the market would behave and react if we just came in the way that we did. And I'm pleasantly surprised at the results that we got. I do not recommend going into the market the way that I did, but I do know that penetration pricing does work. And it doesn't have to be on the actual cost of the book. It can be on the things relating to the book, relating to the experience of the product, like the shipping cost. Netflix is the perfect example of penetration pricing done right. We've often heard people complaining about their Netflix subscription prices going up or their one month or free subscription ending. Nevertheless, despite occasional grumbling, people are completely fine with paying the higher subscriptions for the unending flow of good media content. 
I think the key with penetration pricing is to offer something that is truly valuable so that when people see that you've actually given them a discount or you've lowered the price of the good, they actually say, wow, I got a deal. I'm so glad I came on when I did because this product or service is actually worth so much more. So penetration pricing should be used for good quality products and services. Netflix offers great quality content. So when you're there, you enjoy your experience and you understand why it's priced the way that it does. In fact, when they do increase your fee, you've already, you're already so invested in what they give you because you enjoy it because it's quality that you go along with the increase regardless. And that's what you want. I know I'm spending quite a bit of time on penetration pricing. I am not, however, saying that it is the best kind of pricing. It's just a pricing that I'm seeing being used quite often online by brands that sell content, brands that have a community, and brands that value brand growth over short-term sales. The fourth pricing strategy is cost plus pricing, also known as markup pricing. And I think this is probably one of the most popular pricing strategies for people who are newbies in pricing and who don't understand how pricing works. Cost plus pricing is very simple. It's where you decide how much extra you'll charge for an item over the cost. For example, you may decide you want to sell pies for 10% more than the ingredients cost to make them. Your price would then be 110% of your cost. Retail companies like clothing, grocery and department stores often use cost plus pricing. In these cases, there's a variation in the items being sold and different markup percentages can be applied to each product. The advantages of adopting a cost plus pricing strategy include it being simple to use and understand. It has no requirements for research into the rest of the market, your competitors, or even your customers. It's a guaranteed profit per unit item or service delivered. All costs are being covered. Cost plus pricing guarantees a profit per unit of the item or the service that's being delivered because all costs are being covered. You can rapidly get to market. It's easy to increase prices if costs go up or unaccounted for costs occur. And it's simple to justify price increases should you need to communicate that to your customers. So cost plus pricing is a really easy method to use when you don't understand pricing or when you don't want to be overly adventurous in your pricing strategy. It works you know, and over time, it allows you to be able to measure your progress in the most simplest way. So it definitely is one to use if you're a newbie in pricing. And I think a lot of people use it. Our fifth pricing strategy is value-based pricing. Now, this is probably the most popular pricing strategy in the modern world that marketers are raving about because it's all about costing a product or service based on its perceived value by the customer. The, the reason why value-based pricing is becoming increasingly popular as well is because we are entering an era where customer centricity has to be seen in the fabric of all strategies. 
And we really are in an era where the customer's perception is an incredibly valuable tool. So this pricing model works for people who have a very good understanding of pricing, aren't afraid to take risks, test the market, and understand their customers. Deciding how much to charge for your product requires more thought than simply calculating your costs and adding a markup. How much the customer is willing to pay for the product has very little to do with the cost and has very much to do with how much they value the product or service that they are buying. And this is something that Associate Professor of Marketing at Brock University, Eric Dolansky, once said. He says, on value-based pricing, figuring out how much the customer values your product or service and pricing it accordingly is value-based pricing. It's a technique Dolansky believes more entrepreneurs should use. But how do you arrive at a value-based price? Dolansky provides the following advice for entrepreneurs who want to determine value-based price. First, pick a product that is comparable to yours and find out what the customer pays for it. So you do your market research. Find all the ways that your product is different from the comparable product. So identify what's unique to your product that is not unique to the competitor product. Place a financial value on all of these differences. Add everything that's positive about your product and subtract any negatives to come up with a potential price. Let me say that again. Place a financial value on all of the differences that you've identified. Add everything that's positive about your product and subtract any negatives to come up with a potential price. Make sure the value to the customer is higher than your costs. I think that's the trickiest part, making sure that the value to the customer is higher than your costs. Then demonstrate to customers why the price will be acceptable, which includes talking to them through surveys, through um, all of your marketing and advertising comms that you create, going on your social media pages and literally asking a question. If there is an established market, The current price range will help educate you about the customer's price expectations. So while value-based pricing can seem pretty complicated, I think it's a good mix of competitive pricing, literally understanding how your competitors are pricing and using that as a gauge to understand how the customers in that market perceive value then you can position yourself adequately within that range, understanding that by pricing yourself either a little bit higher, lower, or within that price range, you will be perceived a certain way by customers. So I think it's very cool and interesting. And pricing for value means that you build a long-term relationship with your customers because people don't want to feel ripped off and they also want to feel like they really got something special, whether that special thing is a bargain And people want to feel like they really got something valuable. When a customer finds value, they come back. When a customer finds value, they talk about what they got to their friends and families and networks so that they can also access the value. And when the customer finds value, it builds trust and trust builds brand. And brand means that you can sell almost anything. So I think that's why so many marketers are going crazy about value-based pricing. 
However, value-based pricing can be very complicated to do and requires a lot of research, testing, uh, failing, and just figuring it out as you go along. So if you're the kind of entrepreneur who's adventurous, who likes to test new things, then value-based pricing is for you. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. You know that we wouldn't be anything without you. I love the Label Lion Show community. You guys are game changers. You are disrupting your industries. You're getting the courage or you have the courage to take bold steps within your own life, set boundaries, reach for your dreams, build the life you love. That inspires me every single day. Thank you for your emails and DMs and messages online. They help me understand what you want from me. They help me see that we're really thriving and growing and and bustling and happy and vibrant community. And it just makes me feel more and more connected to you. So thank you for that. Please don't be afraid to connect with me on any, literally any social media platform at labelline underscore SA, but especially right now, TikTok. That's where I'm at. You can see behind the scenes of all my influencer campaigns. I teach a few lessons in one minute, you know, 30 seconds to one minute. So it's really quick. And we have some fun. I mean, I dance around a little bit. I never thought I'd be the lady who dances around while she educates people about marketing. But here I am. And honestly, I have to tell you a secret. I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, So yeah, let's not take this life thing too seriously. I think we need to enjoy ourselves. We need to be driven by purpose. And we will see the value and the impact come to light we will see it penetrating through communities we will see it increasing our bank accounts making our lives easier we will see it growing our businesses you know thank you so much for tuning in let's connect on social media and until next time remember the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time